0: Uh, there hey, you go. There you go, Adam.
1: To
2: here,
3: here. To
0: Come on Brian, one of you guys I'm throwing
4: it!
1: I'm all that I am to you. Just ball, be you <laughs> i
0: Brian, Brian, do you hey, rubber ball out? There should be three people out. You
1: bounce my heart
0: around. You don't All
1: right, will
0: do two, two, take one out. Guys, leave, leave it one now, leave it one. I'm
1: like a rubber band when I'm a shoe you do the best. <laughs> just a rubber band because my the heart's dreams, they just snap. <laughs> I'm
3: going to go and squeeze me down the mountain. <laughs> like a rubber ball, like a
0: bouncing back Do you rubber ball, like I'm back you. I a bouncing bat? For the winner, winner. You,
3: you, Last two, Vinny and,
0: and his, his cousin. Hey, show them what you want. Show them what you want. You guys, this before you were born. All right, hey, can everyone take a seat? Take a seat for the next game. All right. Now for a test of strength. Tony, you cannot play. He take hey, no, bit. Can you? All right, for the next game, we're going to play Tug of War. Okay? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Now... Marie's been waiting all night for this. First, we're going to do fight. We're going to do some boys first, then we'll do the girls. I oh, know what? Girls go first. Let's get girls first. So let's get some girls up here. Any girl that want to play, and then we'll split the team. Any girls that want to play. Any girls. Come on. We need more than three. Oh, come on. There's got to be more than three girls. All right, here. The boys, they want to play, too. Come on. The boys, they want to play tug-of-war. Come on. Come on. Come on. We're going to do co-air because there's only three. Okay, let's. No, not girls. There's boys. Let's do this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You girls all want to play? Come on, girls. Come on, we'll do all the girls first. We'll do all the girls first. Alright, we'll do all the girls first. Because now there's more girls want to play. Okay. One, two, three, and four. Over here. One, two, three. Over there. No, I'm switching it. Right here. Go over there.
1: One. Be on top all
0: right hey go four first five I don't think of what right.
1: that means with the kid dead and he can't stop everybody gonna up for your spot him and its team I'm up all night so one of your dreams to all the everything girls. change when you go from seeing it all big screen to behind the scenes Leela sonic is the light to lead huh you know the rich and famous kill they self to stay rich and famous very same thing that they built their name with be the same thing that they're being enslav so I know warm rap you can have that Low, low. And we own things, we don't need to impress people We don't know that we go broke Trying to look rich, I can't do it I just want my
0: Poor, cheer them on, cheer them on. Hey, cheer them on, cheer them on. Clap. Cheer them on. Cheer them on, cheer them on. 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 Let's go. Clap it up. Come on, somebody's got to win. Gentlemen, for the boys. Oh, look at like Prosser, right? Right. Look at him. Prosser.
1: All
0: right, the boys you want to come up. Gentlemen. it up. believe in
1: miracles. I don't believe in magic. Come
0: on, Brian. Don't break the wall.
1: Seven. That's
0: good. That's good. Don't worry about it. That's seven on seven. Eight on eight. Eight on eight. Oh, eight on eight.
2: Eight on eight. eight, on eight.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, was bring that Yeah, can you
2: see?
0: Whoa, whoa, guys, give us some slack.
2: Oh Okay, I see. Is it ready now? Alright. Yeah. Right. yeah. All right. oh, yeah. yeah. What, what y'all wanna do?
0: Ready? Okay. go. Yeah, I know what you want to do, to be I
1: know dudes upon my black, push that green to make that rock. They so paranoid, they paranoid, they fear for all they got. Tell me is this life, they're not? What's money if you don't got peace? Homie, tell me what's life if you just can't eat. So put you don't bitch at me. I am against kiss you, I'm for you.
0: All right. Hey, let's give it up for everyone who did uh, uh, Tug of War. For
3: right.
0: the last game, last game. What, you want to come up,
2: Carmen?
0: All right, come on, ladies church. Now we're going to do we're gonna do a movie contest. Okay. The girls are going to go first. Okay. So when they say It's simple. Just whoever can hold it the longest, whoever can keep it going the longest wins. She's been practicing all week, right? You're practicing all week. One, two, three, go. Come on, cheer them on. Cheer them on. Cheer them on. Here you go. (laughs) Oh, hey, clap it up, though. Good job, honey. Good job. Hey,
3: clap
0: clap it up. Clap it up. Clap it up. They did a good job. Show them the candy. You guys weren't even born when that came out. Well, maybe me and Jerry, that's it. (laughs) No, I wasn't a bad joke. All right, yeah. Jonathan. I don't got to say anything. Here, here, take it, take it. Go, go. Hey, stretch. You got to stretch. Ready?
3: Wait.
0: All right, wait, 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 wait. That was practice, we practice, will, practice. We hey. Alright. One, we two, will, three, go. We will rock you. Right, wait, wait, let's do it, do it again, do it again, do it again. One, two, three, go. <laughs> rock you. All right, give it up for everyone and participate, everyone. Clap it up.
2: All
4: right, everyone, that was fun. I had a good time. All right, guys, now, now we play some games. We are gonna have a time of worship, so let's transition quickly and prepare hearts for worship. If you guys want to stand your feet, come on up to the front. Now, come on up. We are doing worship. Yes.
5: Yo, hear me out there. Test one, two. Come on up. Come on up. We don't bite. Praise Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. All right, all right, all right, everybody, you know the drill, take one giant step forward on the count of three. One, two, three. three. All right, so today, you know how we're doing retro night and we kind of have the theme of like old school, so we wanted to sing some old school songs. Look to your neighbor and say, Old school <laughs> Yeah. So this one is an oldie but a goodie. Um it probably came out when uh, your parents got saved. And um when our pastor <laughs> when our pastor was in youth group, it probably it was playing too. Uh oh, the guitar went out, somebody. Uh oh, no bueno. There it is, there it is. Alright, y'all know this song. Here we go on the count of three. One, two, three, four. Here we go. Let me sing it out. Every voice. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord.
2: Open the eyes of my heart. Cause I want to see you. Cause I want to see you. Come on, every voice. Sing. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you Yes, I want to see you Go oh. cool, sing, open the eyes Open the eyes of my heart, Lord Eyes of my heart, I want to see you, see you, Lord. I want to see you. See, open, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you, see to see you high and Your, glory. Pour Pour out out your power in love as we sing, holy, 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 Open the eyes, open the eyes of my heart. Sing it out. Lord, open the eyes of my heart. I want to see You. I want to see You. I want to see You. We're we'll
5: singing again. Open.
2: My heart. Yes, I want to see you. Yes, Lord, I want to see you. See, do see you high and lift it up, We're shining in the light of Your glory. Pour out Your power and love as we sing, holy, holy, holy. holy to see you high and Shining in the light of your glory. Holy, won't to pour out, out your power and love as Sweet. we sing Holy, Holy, oh, Holy. He said, holy, 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 Holy. Every voice. Holy, Holy. holy from the holy, singing of Jesus tonight. Holy,
3: Holy,
2: Holy. I want to see you. Sing Holy. And Holy, holy, holy Yes, you are Holy, holy, holy No one like you, Lord Holy, holy, holy Yes, I want to see To see you high To see you high and lifted up Oh, shining in the light of your glory Wore out your power and love As we sing, holy, holy I lifted up, yes, Lord. shining in the
3: light
2: of Your glory. You, Lord. Out your power and love. As, as we, we sing? Holy, put holy, every voice, in holy. Holy, holy, holy. We say, holy, 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 holy. We say. just the ladies, ladies sing out holy. holy holy, holy, holy come on ladies sing it out holy, holy, holy holy, holy, holy I want to see
5: come on, one more time ladies sing holy Come on, man, oh, God, let's sing holy, everyone. Sing holy, oh, come on, man.
2: We say holy, holy, holy. you are holy, holy, holy. I want to see. Come on, a little louder, man, sing holy, come on. Sing Holy, holy, holy. You are holy, holy, holy. Want to see, you, want to see you high. Every voice to see you high and lift it shining, in the light of your glory. Won't you pour out your power and love as we see Holy, holy, holy. Want to see you high and lift it shining, in the light of your glory. Won't you pour? and love as, as we see holy, 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 holy to see you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory, pour out your power in love as we sing holy, holy, holy to see, holy, oh, to see you high
5: I want to give the Lord a hand clap of praise because he's so holy. Come on. This next song that we're going to do is a goodie. An oldie but a goodie. When we first were at Irving Park and we moved here, we sang this song a lot. So if you know it, sing it with us. If you know the moves, go ahead and dance it. I had two gentlemen right here doing some dance moves. If you guys want inspiration, you can look to them once in a while. They're dancing. On three, one, two. One, two. singing I've got and
2: I've got a river of living water a fountain and never will run dry When it's an open and it's an open heaven is your releasing we will never be denied come on we stir it up and we're stirring up deep, deep wells. We're stirring up deep, deep waters. We're gonna dance in the rain, Dance in the rain. Yeah, we're stirring up deep, deep wells. We're stirring up deep, deep, deep waters. We're gonna jump in the river, we're gonna jump in the river. Deep cries out to, deep cries out to. Deep cries out, to, deep cries out to, So we cry out, we cry out to You, Jesus. Deep cries, deep cries out, deep cries out to, deep cries out, to. Deep, cries out and deep cries out to, we cry out, we cry
3: out
5: to You. Come on, sing it out, God, and I've got a river. Sing it out. We'll run dry And
2: it's an open well, It's an open heaven It's your releasing And we will never be denied Come on, let's in this place Because we're stirring up deep, deep wells We're stirring up deep, deep waters We're gonna dance We're gonna dance We're still in deep, deep, deep well. waters. We're swimming in deep, deep water. We're gonna jump, jump in river. the river. Jump in! Everybody the river. sing it out! Deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, to we cry, cry out to, we cry we out to You, Jesus. One more time, say, deep cries out to, deep. Christ Should we cry out. Lift your voice, give us shout of praise. If he goes to the left, then we're going to the left. And if he goes to the right, then we're going to, to right. We're gonna jump, 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 in big more jump jump, jump. jump, 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 jump in the And if, if he goes to the left, and then we're going go to the left. And if he goes to the right, then we'll go to We're gonna dance, 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 dance in the
3: river. Dance, 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 dance.
2: Everybody, if he goes to the left. We're going to, and if we go to the right, come on, and jump. We're gonna shout, 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 and the river shout, shout. Deep cries, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out, deep cries out to. We cry out, we cry out to you, Jesus. Deep cries, deep cries out deep cries out to, deep cries out. To. We cries out to we cry out, we cry out to you, Jesus. Oh. Go give us a praise place. Praise.
5: praise the Lord. Look to your neighbor and say, God is good all the time, God is good, praise the Lord, amen, hallelujah, can we do me a favor, can we get these spotlights just turned down just a little bit, I want us now to just focus on the Lord right now, if you can just close your eyes with me in this place, God, we're thankful that we can have so much fun in your presence, (laughs) oh Lord, we thank you God, that we can enjoy your presence. How many of you guys feel the presence of the Lord in this place as we sing and we worship? Come on. God, we thank you that tonight, God, will be a night for of change. God, we thank you that tonight would be a night that marks us. That, God, you would speak to our spirit. That, God, as we wrap up this sermon series, Blast from the Past, God, that we would know deep down inside we're never the same. Because of you. God, help that to be more than just words tonight. God, help it to be more than just words from a pastor, from a leader. God, help it to be words that we embrace, that we walk in, that we live in daily, God. Come on, right now, would you, right now, just tell God three things right now that maybe you come in here struggling with. Three things of your past, maybe three things, some habits some mindsets that you brought into this place that you're wanting god to break off of you tonight come on let it start right now in this time of worship come on your life will change in jesus name but you got to make a stand here tonight come on you're gonna live for the lord tonight it has to start tonight Things our eyes can't see, God. Father, do things, God, the way we wouldn't expect it, God. Let your power, let your fire fall in this place. Let your fire fall. In you, Come on, and I'll never be the same, and I'll never be the same, and I'll
2: never be the same, because I know it's your life. Tonight. And I'll sing to glorify Your holy name, Jesus Christ. You changed, you changed it all. You broke down the wall when I spoke. you and i'll never be the same and i'll never be the same for your voice and i'll never and I'll never be the same cuz i know broken I'll sing, I'll say to glorify your holy name, Jesus, cause I know, cause I know Revive your holy name, Jesus Christ, your fire, fall down, your fire,
5: fall down, on us we pray, for if that's your heart desire, let's sing this out, your fire, fall down, it's fire, what we want in this place, oh God. Fall down
2: on, on us we should fire, fall from heaven. Fire, fire fall down, fire.
5: deny that power here tonight. Come on, we're not denying your power, oh Lord. Come and move in ways, God, that's above our understanding. Come and move in ways, God, that we weren't expecting tonight. Come on, come and move in ways, Holy Spirit, right now upon your people, upon your youth, oh Lord, right now for a generation, Lord. God, we pray for a generation on fire. God, we pray for a generation on fire. Lord, that wouldn't be ashamed ashamed to be called a Jesus freak, they wouldn't be ashamed to pray in their schools, they wouldn't be ashamed to pray for their families, come on, is anybody with me tonight? Come on, just begin to lift your voice tonight in prayer, come on, let's believe God for a move right now.
2: Come
5: on, we pray for the fire of the Lord to fall on this place right now, come on. Come on, let there be no more
2: hiding
5: right now. God, let no one hide from your presence, God. Your sweet presence, God. Let no one hide from your goodness here. Come on, you know who you are. Maybe you're resisting this part because you're not comfortable with it, or maybe you're not right with God. Come on, here's going to be your chance to get right with God. We're going to have plenty of opportunities like that here tonight. But right now, in this time of worship, you get to come before God. You get to come clean. Come on. Anybody want to come clean in this place? Come on, everybody, in attitude of prayer, let's all do it. Come on. Place your hand over your heart. attitude of surrender, place your hand over your heart come on and repeat after me, say Jesus come on, say it again, say Jesus come into my heart come like a fire come, make me clean come on, make me new Holy Spirit, come like a fire come on, say it again, come like a fire Come on, and right now, just pray whatever God puts in your heart. If you need to get right before the Lord, come on and say, Lord, forgive me of my sin. Come on, if you need to repent before God, let's not move any further before we come before God in his presence. He is a holy God. Come on, he is an all-consuming fire. Come on, let's step into his presence. Let his all-consuming fire
2: consume you here tonight. Come on, let those addictions, let your fears, let your
5: passions, come on, let it be burned right now. The presence of the Lord in his holiness. Come on. We seek your face, O oh Lord.
2: Come burn like a fire, Holy Spirit. Well, show me your heart, show me your love.
5: A voice in this place, come on, don't be shy. Come on, let's lift it up. Sing your fire, fire. come on, God, for our city, for this youth group, for our community, for our neighborhood, for this church. Come on, sing your fire, fall,
2: fire. come on, for our families, come on, for
5: our mothers. Our fathers,
2: oh, fire, 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 fall down, fire, fall down on us. We
5: pray. Come on, right now, before we dismiss back, right now, we have a scene. I want us to pray for three people. Come on, that we want to see the fire of God come into their life. Come on, maybe you're up here and you're saying, man, I want more of the fire of God. Amen. But I want to encourage you that the fire of God, it goes through you. Amen. And we know that it only doesn't stop here on a Friday night. It goes through you. You walk in the presence of the Lord. So let's lift up three people that we want to see God move in their lives. Come on. Lift up three people. Come on, take the next minute that we want to see the fire of God come and transform their life. Jesus, come and be effective, God. Hear our prayers, God. Go before us, Holy Spirit. Pave the way, God. Pave the way. Lord, we prepare a way, God. We lift them up in prayer. God, we ask for boldness, God, that you would send us, oh Lord, that you would send us, God, that we wouldn't ignore, that we wouldn't hide, Father. We be a witness, God. We be moved, Father God, by your presence, by your
3: Spirit, that
5: we speak on your behalf. Spirit, Come on, 30 more seconds, 30 more seconds, come on. And will you grab the hand of the printing bird next to you? Just grab their hand in an attitude of prayer. We're going to close out this time of worship. God, we thank you here tonight for your presence, we thank you for your spirit. God, we ask that you will continue to move. God, that the people that we lifted up just now, God, that, God, you would go before us. Holy Spirit, go and speak into their hearts. God, convict them of their sin. God, have mercy on their souls. Have mercy on their souls, oh God. Lord, we pray that tonight, God, your grace, your love, your forgiveness, your power, your fire, God, that we would encounter that tonight. Father, be with us God, those who are presenting, God, those who are giving their testimony, God, Lord, may your light shine through their life, oh, God. God, I pray for the word tonight, God, that you would enable me, God, that you would strengthen me, God, that you would quicken my mind to speak your word. In Jesus' mighty name, come on and everybody said, come on and give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise, God. Welcome to Retro Night. You guys can make your way back to your seats. We have some more special things planned out for you guys. One, two, one, two. Praise amen, Jesus. amen. We can turn on these spotlights because just in a minute we're going to have some of our very own come and present. And uh, I love this sermon series. I love what God has been doing in our hearts, in your heart. He's been doing something in my heart. Um. You know, as I, as I call, recall what God did in my life, it, it's something special. You can't take that for granted, and the devil can't take that away from me. Praise God. You know, it's not like it never happened. I know what God did in my life. Amen. And um, we've been having the awesome opportunity and the privilege of having some of our very own leaders. Uh, the first week we had Christina and Lawrence come, and they shared their testimony of what it was like growing up in a Christian home. Let's be very honest. Many of us don't have a Christian home. We don't know what that's like. And so when we go back home, sometimes that's not a place that we like to be. Sometimes it doesn't feel like home. Hello. Just keeping it real, right? We don't have, not everybody in this place has Christian parents. Not everybody in this place has parents that they live together. Hello. And we realize that. And so the first people that came up that, that, to start off our series where people that grew up in a christian home yes they grew up in a christian home i mean you say they may have had it better no not at all they still had to come to jesus on their own just because their parents were saved didn't mean that they automatically got saved they needed to make a personal choice and that's what we heard with christina and lawrence how god was real for them Amen. In the following week, last week, we had Steve and Carmen, our married couple. Hallelujah. Actually, the only married couple as of now, as of today, in our youth ministry right now. Praise God for them. They're raising a family. They're loving God. They're loving people. And they came and they showed you and told you their life. It wasn't all roses, it wasn't everything, wasn't, you know, orchestrated to be the perfect story. And, And to be honest, man, God uses what was broken, and he restores it, and he makes it beautiful. God is in the business of restoring broken people. And the result of it is a wonderful, beautiful marriage with several children that we love to see. Jojo, my man, looking all fresh. There it is. Praise God. You know what I mean? Raising their family in the church. And that's what we want to be. We want to love God. Love people. We want to get married and love God and love people at the same time, amen? They don't stop when you get married. Hello, somebody, right? (laughs) You can take some time off. I'm married now, God. I got to take care of my wife. I got to love her more. That's not how it works. If Steve can't love God, he can never love his wife the way God wants him to love his wife, amen? And that's how that works, and that's what they were sharing last week. And, And finally, last but not least, we have our very own Alec and Stephanie. Give it up for them as they make their way on up. We love them, we love them, we love them. I just want to talk about them really quickly. Uh, I know Steph's going to share his tes- share her testimony, and Alex's going to share his. I don't want to say much, but um, when they first came into the youth ministry, you know how everybody has their personalities. Everybody's doing, like, if you've ever been in the deep end, and you kind of get scared and wonder how, like, deep it is, and even just look over and check the temperature of the water, you kind of do one of these, like, you tippy-toe, and I remember when they first came, it was like that, like, okay, this is new, and... You know, and Alec has his story and Steph has their story, but, we you know, we're blessed to have them, you know. Um, Alec may be something you got to know, about, he is in high school still. He's still in high school. He's not in college. He's, so he's a peer. He's, he's one of you. So he's going to share what God is doing in his life, and then we're going to have Steph. So give it up for Alec. Come on. Thanks, Adam. Uh,
6: So, actually, to start up, like, I did not grow up in a Christian home, not at all. It was actually the complete opposite. Um, I was raised when I was little. I was a Mormon. My dad was a Mormon, so we were all Mormons. After my dad passed away, my mom, she didn't want to do anything God-related. So, when we moved, like, almost everybody in my family, we stopped doing anything God-like. Until, like, my brother, he started going to, like, some random Baptist church out there. And then he, like, started, um study asking me and my mom to go to church and stuff he's like man y'all should come check it out and every time he would ask I would like start an argument with him we'd get into it and then like one day I like randomly went and I started going but like I wasn't going because I wanted more of God I wasn't going because I cared I just went because it was better than being at home and then I like stopped going I started backsliding (laughs) I stopped going I started backsliding and uh came back one for one retreat that they had it's called a pine trails camp and what they would do they would take you out to michigan and then you would like sit in a camp cabin and then you would worship and stuff and um even there like i thought i was saved and like they led me through one of the prayers and stuff that the baptist prayer and i thought i was saved and then when i got home i started doing the exact same things again i started hanging out with the wrong people i got arrested like three times i got put on probation for hanging with the wrong people and then um I, the third time I got arrested, I was like, you know, I'm not going to hang with them anymore. It's probably not a good idea. I don't want to go to jail. And uh, then my brother, he moved back into the house with me and um, we started playing um, Yu-Gi-Oh. And then ironically, he one day he was like, um, let's go to my friend's house from school and play Yu-Gi-Oh. So we went to um, some old leaders Vincente and Astrid went to their house and we played Yu-Gi-Oh. And the day that I got there like, I can remember it so good because like I cursed. And then like moment I cursed, Astrid like, No, this is the house of God. Don't do that here. And I'm just like, Okay. And at first, I didn't understand what she meant. And then uh, we came there like several more times. And then, like, on the last time we came, they invited us out to church. She's like, You know, at, before church, we play Yu Gi Oh!, we trade and stuff. I'm like, Sure, let's go. So we went there. We went. And then the first day I got here, it was the weirdest experience ever. Like, everybody came up hugging me and stuff. I didn't like being touched. And, like, Ellie kept looking at me and asking me about one-on-one, and Layla, she was extremely nice, and everybody kept trying to talk to me when all I wanted to do was play Yu-Gi-Oh! And then, um, and then, like, the service started, and, uh, worship started, and I'm watching everybody, like, raising their hands and like, going crazy. I'm just standing to the side looking, like, okay, this is nice. And then at the end of the sermon, um, at the end of the sermon, they was doing, like, break every chance, and, um, all the leaders was going out and praying for people. And then, one of the leaders, Ellie, he came and he prayed for me and like he spoke exactly what was happening in my life. And he was like telling me exactly what was wrong, exactly what I was thinking. And like at that moment, I'm like, man, God must be be real. So at that moment I wanted to start believing. Then I started worrying about life after death, when I was going to die and stuff. And this was before I got started getting serious in God. I started to worry about if I die, where I'm going to go. And at first I thought, man, if you're a good person, you're going to go to heaven. But after coming here a lot, I kept realizing, like, man, that's not how it is. So then um, we went to the um, winter retreat, and then I finally legitly got saved. I got baptized and all that stuff. I got saved. I got in a one-on-one. Whoever was in one-on-one with me, I asked a lot of questions. I was very annoying in one-on-one, and like, man, I got legitly saved. It was like the great. It was like the best experience of my life. Cause the first time I got saved, nothing changed. The second time, I get, the second time, nothing changed. But then when I got saved that time, I couldn't, it was like I couldn't sin anymore. I couldn't do anything wrong because every time I would do or even think about it, I would automatically get convicted. I wouldn't, like, like if I cursed, I would just be like, I could have said tons of other things than that, but I chose to say that, and at that moment, I would be convicted. And, like, the first year of school, I went to Prosser, and I was so lucky because I went with um, Stephanie and Adam, and they were both saved, too, so I, I walked around. Every time at lunch, I got to sit with Christians. I didn't have to talk to anybody. But then junior year came around, and I was in school by myself. I was the only Christian there. I kid you, there's There's no other Christian that I know of at Prosser. And when junior year rolled around, like, I was literally scared. I'm just like, well, I don't have nobody to talk to. I spent all year, last year, talking to Adam and Stephanie at the lunch table. Everybody else left. I'm the only person left. I guess I'm just going to have to, like, sit by myself and be a Christian. But, like, <laughs> but, like then people kept then at that point I was at Wicker Park and Ellie was just like man just start a Christian club talk to other people get other people involved they're like I didn't want to I didn't want to talk to anybody I didn't want to deal with anybody else because like all I thought was like man if I talk to other people if I mess with people who aren't saved they're gonna drag me down with them and like they can go to hell by themselves but then I was just like then like one day Ellie was just like no like man those are (laughs) those are souls going to hell and you're like the light and the darkness there. You can help them. You can bring them here. You can bring them to elevate. invite them to church or something. So then, like, towards the end of junior year, I started talking to a lot of people. I'm friends with almost – I'm friends with a lot of people now. I'm rather popular. Accent. I wear that tag. I'm really popular. there. I've brought, like, two people because my friends Whoa. suck. But just to be an encouragement, like, even <laughs> – even though – even though, I, even though I go to high school and like for the people who like go to high school and they topsy-turvy with church, they don't know whether to come or not. They let their friends talk them out of it. All I can say is like, man, be a, be a leader. Be a leader in your school. Be a leader around your friends. You know, if you come here, you know that you have the right worldview. You know that Jesus is on your side. If you're with your friends and they tell you to do something stupid, at the moment you should know that it's stupid and you should say, no, you should lead them. Don't let them lead you. Iron sharpens iron. So like, that's my encouragement, man. If you're in high school, don't let nobody tell you what to do. Don't let anybody tell you what you're doing is stupid. Don't let anybody disrespect what you live in. If they're your friends, they should understand what you're living for. And if they're really your friends, they will come to church with you. They will try to see what you live what you're all about. So that's my testimony.
4: Hello, everybody. Good to see you guys again. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, but it's okay. Um, okay, so my name is Stephanie, and uh, yes, yes, I don't know what that is. Duck face? I don't know. I don't even know. That was freshman year in high school. So um, I didn't grow up Christian in a Christian home. Um, my my mom actually she did with my grandma, um, and. The thing was she went to church but it's just a lot of things happened that should not have happened and um she got really hurt and she got pushed away from God and um she she um married my dad and my daddy's Catholic so it's just like Catholic and Christian so they both believed in God but none were really serving him. So we only went to like to church like on Christmas and Easter. So I was a priester Um so being a Christian, No, I didn't really know what it was like, um, to live for God. But, um, I just remember growing up when I was little, my grandma, uh, she would sit out of us down. Like we had like this big old mattress. We just sit down and she's like telling us about Jesus and about heaven and that there's streets of gold and all this stuff. And I'm just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, um, even today she still tells me that, <laughs> like, I don't know why, like that I was one of the ones that was really tender-hearted, and I don't, I don't know what it was, but I guess it's just God's working in me. And um, I just remember as I got older, like, stuff started to get way harder, like, and um, I think fifth grade, my parents had separated, and so I didn't have my dad in my life, and then, um, like, they both had their own separate relationships, and then um, my mom, she got um, pregnant with the twins, my twin brothers, and um, it was really hard for me, just like in sixth grade, I remember, like, one of my brothers, uh, they were both born premature, but they were like really sick. One had like went through cancer, open heart surgery, like lung cancer, like cerebral palsy and he couldn't walk, uh, barely talk or eat by himself. And um, I just remember there was just so much hurt and so much pain that um, was going on around that time, like just going in and out of the hospital. um, That was like his first home. But I just remember around that time, um, it got closer to like seventh or eighth grade and um, I just went to church with my with my mom. She decided to go one day out of the you know out of nowhere. And it was a Spanish Baptist church that my grandma went to. And um, I just remember they just had an altar call, and I just felt a tugging on my heart, just to give my life to God. So I went up, and um, they got to pray for me. I got to pray in Spanish, and I just remember that day just feeling so much peace. Like there was just something that was you know it was just an awesome feeling. But the thing was that place there they didn't really have. Um, discipleship they didn't really have anybody to follow up with you they barely had any youth that actually loved God so little little by little me and my mom like just stopped going to church like our car would break down just little things like that and then like years like passed and um, I'm in eighth grade now and um, like this is like the age where it's just like oh boys and just wanting like attention because there are so many of us at home so it's really hard for my mom to you know just be there for everybody but um I just remember um, just when it came to freshman year, I just started caring about my looks and um growing up like i w- I never felt pretty I was one of the the chubbier girls <laughs> I would say in elementary school, and so people would say really hurtful things about my weight and then um I just remember being so self-conscious like like I hated the way I looked, like I felt like I was ugly like like I was like I, I didn't, can't even explain it I just felt, like, unwanted. I felt unre- unaccepted, just rejected. And um, I just remember um, when I graduated high school, um, not high school, I mean grammar school, um, I had started talking to guys over the phone and just texting them and, and really, um, like, putting my time into them. But the thing is, they didn't really care. Like, they were just people who just wanted that attention as well. Like, they just wanted somebody to chase after them. And I was just their other person doing that. So I, by the time freshman year, like I just I just stopped caring the way I looked. Like I I didn't really fix up my hair, didn't wear makeup, didn't do anything because I was so hurt by guys and people in my life. Like everyone would leave. So um. So around that time, like I just focused on school, 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 school. You know, my mom she always encouraged good grades and things like that, and um, that became my next thing that I latched onto, like um, getting good grades because oh, if you're doing really well, like, people are going to be like, oh, look, she's doing really well, but the opposite happened, like, um, I just remember always getting straight A's and honor roll and everything, and everybody was like, oh, you know, good job, but then you just be pushed to the side, like, it's just like, what in the world, um, and then I just remember in high school, I didn't really have many friends, I was just by myself, uh, very quiet, very shy, because I just didn't feel comfortable opening up to people, and, um, I just remember um, just being being that way for a long time, and uh, there was a point in my life where um, I was just getting involved in so many uh, after-school clubs, like softball and things like that, and just, it became something that I felt, you know, I was, I was good at, and it was kind of like, you kind of feel loved if you're, like, it's per- performance-based, like, I don't know how to explain if I'm explaining it right but um but when I was on the softball team I met this girl and her name was Jasmine and um one day I don't know where she just invited me to to her church she's like come find you come come to my youth group you know like you should come and I was just like okay like at that point like um in time like I was just already like I had no hope whatsoever like I just felt like I had thoughts of suicide, like killing myself. Like I felt like if I wasn't even here, like nobody would would even care. I felt like that I didn't matter. Um, But I just remember um, coming to the youth group and just seeing people worship God. And it was just so alive. They were so happy. They were so joyful. They were free. They were what I wanted to be. And so I just remember at that point, like in time that day, like just giving my life to God when they had called for the altar call. And I just surrendered everything first time, just lifted my hands, got on my knees and everything. And I just felt like just the presence, the love of God just come and just hold me and just comfort me. And I just felt so much accepted. Like I didn't even care what people said about me anymore. I just remember just the devil having my mind before, like just caring about what people thought. And being paranoid and everything like that. But when I gave my life to Christ, it was just all of that was gone. Like, that garbage, all of that junk, all those lies, they were gone. And um, from that minute forward, like, I started just going after God with everything that I had. And um, I ended up being able to invite my family to come to church. And they ended up getting saved, getting baptized, you know. And um, it was it was really awesome time uh, for me. And just going further in my journey like like i never thought i would be called to go to bible college but you know like senior year in high school like when i was coming to the youth group i just felt like god was just showing me like i don't have a heart for anything else you know like where else do i want to go but you know be with god and do his work do his will and so i just answered the call and i'm just staying faithful with god right now you know just the things that have been going on in my life you know um it's not always hard. It's not always easy, but, you know, it's, w- it's well worth it. And I can say that. I can stand here today and say that I'm free from all of those things, that I'm not the same person I was, and that, you know, the love of God, the grace of God, and the mercy of God, it covers you, and it carries you. And that's why I'm here today sharing with you guys. So, amen.
5: Amen. Let's just give one more round of applause for all the leaders that shared <clears throat> up to this point. We're so thankful for them and, and the testimony that they have. Amen. Blast from the past. Here it is. We're wrapping it up. The final, final chapter. You know, the reason why I wanted to set it up, Blast from the Past, is because it has a twofold meaning. One... It's literally God separating us from our sin, our life of sin, and launching us into a life, a life, right? A new life. And also, at the same time, we used it for our retro night, where we're thinking about, man, what can we do to kind of spruce it up blast from the past? And, you know, like I've been saying, I've been so blessed and encouraged by what God has been doing just personally in my life. You know, I encourage you, as this entire time has been going on, I know that God speaks and I know he's speaking now, and I know that he's been speaking. I strongly encourage you to listen. Listen, write it down. I, 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 can't, I can't tell you how many times where I'm blessed by something of what someone is sharing, and then I get to a place, and then I'm trying to remember, like, man, what, what did they say? What, how did it go? I mean, if, if you're not into the habit of journaling or writing things down, I would encourage you it's 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 really good because sometimes you're going to go back and you may be going through something like what what did they say what is that verse you know study the God's word get it in your heart get it in your mind get it in your soul because I I, I, I'm encouraging you because literally that's how God keeps us in step with his spirit he gives us his word amen and so blast from the past this was our our verse that we kind of been highlighting for this sermon series and it's 2 Corinthians 5:17 if you guys can turn there with me 2 Corinthians 5:17 and I'm reading out of the NIV and it says this therefore if anyone is in Christ the new creation has come the old has gone and the new is here exclamation point therefore if anyone is in Christ anybody in Christ here tonight amen if anyone in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, the new is here. There's no more of the struggle in the mindset like, man, God is still making me new. Uh, no, you are new. So, so many times we get it, conf- we, we're so confused by maybe the language and the verbiage. Like, man, God is making me new, but I, I still go to church. No, God makes you new now. He makes you new now. Some of us, we need to start thinking in terms of God, what he wants to do, the plans that he has for my life now. It doesn't mean it's going to be your most successful life now. That's not not what it means. It means that you're going to get a better paying job. It doesn't mean all these different things that we think like, man, you know what, all the perks of being Christian. Hallelujah, God, you bless me. It's not in the sense of that, but God, what he has for you in his spirit, in the abundant life, his joy, peace, love, grace, goodness, come on, his patience, come on. Everything that God has for you is now. The Bible says that Therefore if anyone is in Christ the new creation has come it's new it's new a brand new you what does that look like it's someone who's free of sin praise god you're free of sin you're brand new the new creation has come the old is gone and the new here the new is here and that applies so much their your heart, the way you see God, the way you respond towards God, the way that you see the things of the Lord, the things in the church, the way you respond to leaders, the way you look at accountability, the way you look at discipleship, it's new. You're no longer anti-discipleship. You're no longer anti-accountability. You're no longer anti like I don't want to worship. You actually fall more in love with God. That's how it works. When you are a new creation, it doesn't mean that you get a uh, get out of hell um, pass it, it doesn't mean that what it means that in your heart and in your spirit that God has made you new he's made you alive it's working your heart that connection your relationship with God has been restored and what that means is that you grow in Lord you love the Lord more it wouldn't make sense that if you are a new creation and the following week you love God less doesn't work like that. As a matter of fact, you fall more in love with God. You fall more in love with the Lord. As you study scripture, as you see the person of Jesus throughout the word, you fall more in love with God. The new creation has come, the old is gone, and the new is here. And I wanted to end this sermon. I have about maybe 15 to 20 minutes. I'm going to do my best to stay in those times because we have some things planned for you guys after Uh, We preach, we're going to end with an altar call, but we have a little surprise for you guys. The night is still young. Look to your neighbor and say, the night is young. The night is, I remember, um, you know, I I went to Lane Tech, just a little rabbit trail. I went to Lane Tech and, um, you know, we have these things called International Days where Literally, you'd be part of a club, Guatemalan club, Aspida, ABC, and then you would go to dance early in the morning. You'd go early in the morning to school to do your makeup, do your, your costumes, and throughout the entire day, different periods, people would perform. And I remember my brother and I, um, I wasn't a part of anything. I just went because, you know, I I had to go. He <laughs> was my ride. I'm taking a bus. And so we're driving up to school. It's literally like 4 o'clock in the morning, and his best friend comes up. And this guy's like half asleep, but out of nowhere, he's like... The night is young, boys. And we're just looking at this guy like, what is wrong with you? And I just had that vision like, man, the night is young. Like sincerely, really, we have some cool things planned for you tonight. So look to your neighbor and say, the night is young. No, we're not having a lock-in, but we have some cool things afterwards. Amen. So in closing, what I want to do is I want to highlight the power of Jesus. You know how we talk about if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. Remember, the old is gone, the new is here. Remember how we're talking about that? I want to give you a story of how that was true in Jesus' time. You know, because the Bible, when it says something, it has to stay in word. It has to stay in line. It has to hold its truth. It just can't necessarily be true one place, and tr- it's true throughout the whole entire book. That's why it's good. That's why you can read the book, the entire Bible, and say, man, that's good for me. Amen. Look to your neighbor and say, it's good for me. This, it's really good for you. So I want you guys to open up your Bibles to Mark. Amen. The book of Mark, chapter 2, and we're going to look at verses 13 and 17, and, you know, I, I had the wonderful privilege about two years ago of going to India, and, um, you know, Pastor Joe, he looks towards me, and, and as we're getting ready to go to one of the houses, and this is how it works, he's like, you're going to preach today, and I, I basically wasn't ready, and him telling me that, I'm just like, all right, okay, he's like, yeah, why don't you open up your Bible, look at what you're going to preach, but you're going to preach at our first um. The first house that we go to and the way they have church over there, they don't have buildings. They don't have, you know, lights, basses, gu- electric guitars. They don't have that. They literally have a patio, and they have maybe like some floor mats, and that's it. And if they they really want to go all out, they have like a drum. But I remember my, my experience. Literally, we're like on somebody's deck, and it's all like made out of stone. It's all like third world. And we're over there, and you can literally smell the cow manure. Because you mm, you hear those cows that are literally right over there. And so as the wind is blowing, oh man, but it doesn't bother them because the people, they were so hungry for the word. I promise you, they literally, with their eyes open, like, come on, like, like, let's, let's do this. See, their hope wasn't in, in me that I would do something special, but their hope was in the word of God. And just hungry hearts, so I encourage you, be hungry for the Lord. You know, this is the passage that when I went over there, I, I, I shared with them, and you, you're trying to talk about the new creation has come, and you're talking about a language barrier. You're talking about a culture barrier. Mexican, Puerto Rican, they're Indian. What do we have in common? They don't eat rice and beans. I mean, they do, but it's different. It's cooked, you know, but you know what I mean? It's just like I, don't, I can't say a joke, and you guys can understand because you're not going to get it. You know, and I just had to throw that out and just give them straight Jesus. And I remember when I was preaching this man, the Lord was there, literally. I mean, God was there. Cowmanure in the air, you know what I mean? Moo, you hear it, you know? And then the wind is blowing, but they wanted God, and God moved. I tell you, if you want God, God's gonna move. You know, just strip it down. It's just the Word of God. Do you want Him inside your heart? Amen. Here it is, Mark chapter 2, verses 13 through 17, and it says this. Once again, Jesus went outside beside the lake. A large crowd came to him, and he began to teach them. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him, and Levi got up and followed him. Let's give some context to this story. Number one. This is not last week this story has happened. This is happening when Rome was in charge. The Roman Empire was in control, was in control of this land of Jerusalem, of all of Israel. And so what you had was you had these sections where these Romans would literally come into these towns and have a presence, have an army, they'd have a governor to run things, and The people of Israel, God's people, were under their control. They were under their watch, so to say. And in this time, what the Romans did, because when they control the people, that's not all that they want. What they want to do is also get your money. So what the Romans would do, they would hire these tax collectors. And what they would do, they would give a contract... And they would take and they would hire the person who would who would offer the most money. And you see, the job of a tax collector was to basically collect taxes from the people. And it was done so at a rate where they would collect more than what was to be given. So for example, if the if the Romans said, Man, you know what, who can give us the more the most money for this town? We'll give you this contract. And so that's how they would do it. They would take bids. They would take bids and they would say, "Okay, listen, you got this contract. You got to give us this much. And so just imagine now the tax collector wasn't a Roman person. It was a Jew. It was someone of the people. So you can imagine if you take on that job, you are literally a traitor. You are marked in the culture as someone, like literally, you have brought us shame. We don't even watch you around. If you were a tax collector, you were no longer allowed to stand in court. You were no longer to do certain rituals. You were no longer to to do certain things that the Jewish people can do. You were basically almost exiled from the community. And so whoever took on this job, you're taking on a job that, hey, you're going to be hated. And to be very honest... It was a very lucrative job because it was a quick way to make money. And so the people who would hire, they'd hire are corrupt people. The people who they hire are people who can care less if someone's hurting, if someone's poor. They were hated. Hated. Ever know someone that was hated so much? Hated. Like, I can't stand to look at that person. I, I can't believe it. Think about it. They were hated. And I'm not. You're talking about a sense of hate. Like, literally, I hate seeing you. I, I hate your face. I, you ever tell somebody that? I hope you haven't. But, like, if you get so mad, like, oh, I hate your face. That's what it was like when Matthew Levi was coming around. There he is again. He's going to rob us. And Jesus... He's walking along. He saw Levi. So Jesus, and Jesus is not slow. He's not dumb. He knows who he's walking up to. He sees Levi. He knows who he is. That's the guy everybody hates. (laughs) I love Jesus. Instead of avoiding, instead of saying, man, I'm the son of God. I don't want people getting the impression that I hang out with this kind of person. I got to keep my name. I got to make sure that they know that I'm a good God, that I'm a loving God, that I'm here to save people. He didn't ignore Levi, matter of fact, it says, as he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. And he walks right up to him. And and Levi's just sitting there, just like staring at Jesus. And Jesus just looks him in the eye. And he says, follow me. Jesus told him, and Levi got up and followed him understanding how almost everyone hated tax collectors, it's remarkable to see how Jesus loves and calls Levi. See, Jesus loved Levi. See, the passage doesn't say that, but you have to understand that the Bible says of Jesus, for God so loved the world. God loved the world. See, Jesus, having the Father's heart, loved Levi. So Levi, his entire life is so used to getting looks, It's so used to getting rejected, It's so used to getting like, I can't stand that person, like get away from him, like what do you want from me? And Jesus is walking and he sees him and he's going right after him. There's no sense of like, I'm going to avoid him, did he look at me? You know how like if you're ever trying to avoid somebody and um... Legitimately, like if you're ever in high school and, like, man, you know what, well, like, for example, I used to have all these crushes. Um, just believe me, it actually happened, you know what I mean? Um, I was 16 and I thought I was doing something with my life, wearing XL everything, baggy pants, wearing rubber bands around my foot. And I'm like, man, I am, I am, I am the stuff. You know, and I remember someone telling me, like, they took a survey of all, like, the cutest guys in Lane Tech and I was on the top five. And there was, like, a group of girls that told me that I was like, was good, uh, you know what I'm saying? So I remember, like, man, I'm just gonna do me, and and here I am, I'm wearing my best stuff after I've been told that someone like curve, because that's what everybody in high school wears curve, right? And so they all, you know, shorting myself stuff. And then whenever I see someone that I knew that liked me, but I didn't like, it's like, don't make eye contact, don't make eye contact, don't make eye contact. Oh, I looked, oh, they saw me. Keep on going, keep on going. You know how you try to avoid people like that? Anybody ever? Uh, <laughs> you know how it is legitimately like you don't want to make eye contact don't look don't look don't look don't look don't look you know that kind of like that hasn't left even when i became a christian you know so there's one time i was on the bus and um you know my car was in the shop i don't take no cta (laughs) i got a car anyways i'm kidding (laughs) i'm kidding cta is cool i take it sometimes anyways uh my car was messed up and uh you know, I took the bus. So I'm, so I'm like, all right, I got to go to work. And this was when I was working at Starbucks. And, uh, you know, you thought maybe, like, when you become a Christian, you can look at anybody in the eye and it's all good. And I remember taking the bus, getting on the bus, and I put my headphones on. And I'm listening to music, and then God puts it on my heart. And You know, I look up. You know, I look up and I, I see people, and I'm like, oh, cool. And then God puts it on my heart, go talk to that person. And, like, immediately, like, I knew that was God. But I tried to ignore it, like, oh, that wasn't God. I'm going to look away. I'm not going to look at that person. So I made it my ambition, the most of the right, not to look at that person. Because I knew if I looked at that person, I'd feel guilty. Like, I know I should talk to him. I know I should talk to him. Oh, I got to talk to him. And so I was making it my whole purpose, that entire bus ride, not to make eye contact, not to make eye contact, not to look at him. And and I remember as as I ignored it, I get started getting more words, more things that I, like, man, specific things about the person. I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm really not hearing God. I know that's not God. Devil, I rebuke you in Jesus name. You're lying to me. I don't want to look like a fool. Like, man, is did this recently happen in your life? One of those type of moments. And I'm just like, oh, I can't do it. And I remember the entire ride. I'm literally, and God is, God's doing one of these, He's like, go talk to him. And I'm like, so I started looking at the guy. I'm like, okay, I got to make a move. I got to make a move. I got to make a move. Really trying to prolong it, maybe hoping he would get off the next bus stop. And, and I was, like, trying to wrestle with God. Like, I don't know if that's really you, God. You got to give me a sign. Like, pfft. like God was speaking it clearly to my heart. And then the guy gets off the bus. And the, mo- the moment the guy gets off the bus, conviction hit my face. Well, like, I wanted to cry because God says, you missed your opportunity. And I was like, oh. When I got off the bus, I remember I repented to the Lord, like, God, I ask that you would make my heart soft again so I can hear when you tell me to do something. God, I don't want to miss out on those opportunities. Man, don't miss out on your opportunities to be blessed, okay, to be used of God, you know. And one of the biggest things is, you know, for me personally is the way I see God. The old is gone, the new has come. God has made my heart new. He's made my mind new. And fear no longer has a place here. It no longer has a place. Confusion no longer has a place in my life. And so Jesus, being Jesus, he looks right at Levi. I mean, see when Jesus see when Jesus knows who he's going after, it's he makes a beeline. You ever try to get into a staring contest with Jesus, you'll lose. Jesus sees Levi and he walks straight to him. I don't know what Levi must have been feeling because everybody has been kind of rejecting him. And he walks right up to him and says, Follow me. It's remarkable to see how Jesus loves and calls Levi. And Levi responded. That's super, super key. Levi responded. He followed him. He got up. Loving God and following God, being a new creation, doesn't mean you just simply pray the prayer. It means that you walk the walk. That what you pray up here, that you believe that God empowers you by his spirit. Literally, God's spirit comes over your life in Jesus' name, and then you can go and do the thing. It's no longer Jesus, I'm trying, I'm really trying. Like Jesus, I'm doing. I'm doing. Get the picture of like someone in training wheels when you're going and you're going and you're going and no longer wearing you the training wheels. You just the bike swerves a little bit. And then once you get it, you're going, you're going. And that's what it is. Go take the training wheels off. Come up here for prayer. In Jesus name, I'm a new creation. Go. Levi having no experience of what it meant to be a Christian, of what it meant to actually do something that he followed Jesus. And let's keep on reading. Jesus told him, and Jesus told him, and Levi got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him. Who was seating with Jesus? Tax collectors and sinners. That's key. Understand that. Look at who Jesus is sitting with. Many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. You see, in those times, if you share a table with somebody, it's generally uh, uh, almost the impression that may, you're good with these people, that you're friends with these people. And let's keep on reading in the story. They were eating with him and the disciples, for there were many who followed him. Circle that. There were many who followed him, followed Jesus. When the teachers of the law who were Pharisees, saw him eating with sinners and tax collectors. They asked his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, it is not the healthy who need a doctor but the sick. I've not come to call the righteous but the sinners. Jesus was eating with tax collectors and sinners. I love this because the Pharisees come along and the Pharisees literally means to be set apart. They thought that they were the only ones who loved God, right? The only ones that they were right with God. That's how they saw themselves. And here you have this pompous set of people, this group of people come up and look at Jesus, the self-proclaimed son of God, eating with tax collectors and sinners. You would never see the Pharisees eating with these kind of people. Never, ever. They wouldn't even be associated with being around so that you would never get the idea like they're cool, they're buddies, they're even close. And they come along and see Jesus eating with tax collectors and sinners. Jesus, look at this Jesus guy. Ah, oh, some savior, look, look, he's eating with the sinners. Can you believe this guy? Can you believe him? And you can understand maybe the hatred they were having towards Jesus. Because people were following Jesus. It wasn't Jesus who was saying these things. People were following. How does someone like Levi, a tax collector, hated by the community, follow Jesus? And the Bible says many people followed him. And so what's happening in this part of the story is Matthew is throwing a party. Like a retirement party for himself. I'm no longer going to be a tax collector. Hey, yo. Come on through. It's my last day. Yo, check it out. We're going to go throw it up. We're going to live it up. And he's having a party and they're getting down and all his friends come through and the Pharisees come along. They're looking at this guy, looking at Jesus, looking at the conversations that they have, looking at the fellowship. Hey, this guy is a friend of sinners. And here lies the scandal. Jesus is a friend of sinners. He is, you know, and of course the sinners knew this, and they responded to Jesus' love and friendship, for there were many who followed him. They responded to the love and the fellowship that Jesus was offering. I'll follow him. You see, Jesus was talking about a physician, and, you know, the Pharisees were judging. Those who are well have no need a physician, Jesus said. You know, Jesus, his answer was both simple and profound. You see, Jesus is the physician of the soul. You catch that? He's the physician of the soul, and it makes sense for him to be around those who are sick, those who are sinners. Amen. You know, of course, the Pharisees were also sick with sin, but they didn't know it. They refused it. They refuse to see their own sickness, and isn't it like that sometimes, that even when something's wrong with us, we refuse to see it, you know, we, we refuse, like, you know, sometimes you wake up in the morning, you're coughing, like, man, I'm, I think I'm sick, no, I'm not, and we, we try to convince ourselves, like, everything's going to be okay. Perhaps you you don't know that you're sick. Perhaps you know you're sick but you think you will get better on your own. You don't know that you need to go to the doctor. Perhaps you know you are sick and you know you need a doctor, but you do not know there is a doctor to help you. Perhaps you know you are sick and know you need a doctor and know there is a doctor, but do not know the doctor can help you. Perhaps you know you are sick, and you know you need a doctor, and know there is a doctor, and know the doctor can help you, but do not know the doctor wants to help you. Perhaps you know you are sick, and you know you need a doctor, and you know there is a doctor, and know the doctor can help you, and you know the doctor wants to help you, but you know know what the doctor would tell you to do. You just don't want to do it. You see, Jesus is the perfect doctor to heal us of our sin. He's always available. He always makes the perfect diagnosis. He provides a complete cure. And He even pays the bill. Amen. He pays your bill. That's why we can boldly say, I'm a new creation. Because it cost Jesus everything. It cost him everything. In closing, Vinny, can you come up to the keys and we're about to get super spiritual, y'all? Come on now. Don't be afraid of the super spiritual part. We're going to have some fun and praise God. Jesus is the perfect doctor to heal us of our sin, He's always available. He always makes a perfect diagnosis. He always provides a complete cure, and he even pays the bill. Praise God. You're not left broke, busted, and disgusted, but you're made new, complete, whole in your life. You know, I used to hear this, well, I'll only be whole if, if I get a, a spouse. And people start seeing themselves as halves, right? Like I'm waiting for my other half. When I get my other half, that's when I'll be whole. But really, God makes you whole in your body, in your mind, in your life first. You don't have to wait for somebody else to make you whole. Speaking of holes, there may be a hole in your heart that only God can fill. In this new creation stuff, man, I take that serious. It's personal. You can look back and say, man, I was broken and lost without Jesus, but this day Jesus met me. And it's been beautiful ever since. You know, in, in closing, I, I want us to pray. And here's the thing. We're just simply asking the perfect doctor for our sin to come and heal us. And here's the thing. You may not like what he may say to you here tonight. Hello? You may have to give up a relationship. You may have to give up habits. You may have to give up friendships. Hello? Anybody in this place? God may call you to leave friendships. God may call you to come in and to pour out your heart with one of our leaders and be accountable. God may call you to do something that you're not comfortable with, but trust me, there is a doctor who gives us the right diagnosis, and he provides a complete cure. In closing, would you stand for your feet for me, please? I um I can remember growing up and um and um you know you whenever you would go to the pediatrician I used to love it because they used to give us those little finger toys where we can go and they had like the crazy eyes and the crazy arms and like I'm always playing with them but I remember when I got behind those doors and I saw the doctor You know, either he was going to give me a shot or he was going to do something that maybe I was uncomfortable with. Hello? You know, and just like, what's going on over here? He's got needles and he's asking me to change into this. That's not... (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) What's going on? And, you know, I remember those moments and times like getting shots never made sense. But how they made me better, how they kept me whole, how they protected me from diseases. See, God doesn't only just want to protect you from diseases, he wants to protect you from the enemy. He wants to protect you from the lies that maybe you are feeding and the the society is feeding yourself. God is the savior of your life. And my prayer is this, that there'd be some people in here today that would make a stand, that when we look at you, when God looks at you, it's not one of these things where it's a guessing game, like, man, are the inner or are they out? Man, you are a new creation in Jesus' name, amen. So all eyes closed in this place. God, we pray that you draw the line again in our hearts. Come on, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would go out before us and draw lines in our hearts, God. Make it clear as day, God, where we stand. God, you wouldn't have it so that we're one foot in and one foot out. God, you want us all in. Because that new life, that new creation that we are in Jesus, it happens today. It happens in the moment. We're a new creation. The old is gone. Praise God. And the new has come. So, God, I pray that tonight. The Lord, what you've been doing this entire sermon series, God, and it's evident by the testimonies of the leaders, testimonies of what you've been doing up here in prayer, that God, Lord, that you would complete it, that no one person here tonight would leave being the old person who they were before Christ. Come on, this altar call is going to be simple, it's for anybody in this place that still has is waiting for that opportunity to come up like man i I want that old to be gone like man i know that i've been born again but man there's some things that the old keeps on popping its head up here or maybe you've been waiting maybe you've been trying to ignore the altar call like man i don't want to do it i don't want to go because then they're going to find out they're going to know that the the mask is gone and i really haven't been living for the lord come on God, I pray that you make people new in this place in Jesus' name. Here it is, simple. If you want to be made new in your heart, in your actions, in your deeds, in your mindset, in your life, I want you to come up onto this altar right here. Line it up. Come on. For those who came on up here, I want you guys to look at me really quickly, I I thank you guys you know, you're not doing this for me, you're not doing this because no one else would have came up, but you know that deep down inside your heart, that God was speaking to you, that God is doing the what's going on and for some of you guys, you guys have been coming to this church for a while you know yeah, most of you guys up here so wh- what I want to encourage you is this, that God's love is so great. I mean, even in our in our weakest points, when we fall off, when we backslide, when we sit against God, God's love covers us. But you have to be diligent and faithful in this and coming back to God and saying, God, forgive me. And that repentance is followed by a genuine heart transformation that is preceded in by your actions. I and mean, so many times the devil, see... We don't need the devil sometimes because sometimes we, our mind is our own worst enemy. Like we overthink things like, does he still love me? Yes, he still loves you. Do you see him on the cross still? But in that life, allow the power of God to then be evident in your life. Don't resist it. Don't resist it in moments of your temptation, in moments of your weakness, in moments of your failures. When the devil comes and brings it back up, it's not that you're no longer a new creation. You're still a new creation. Hello? But come to the Lord and say, Lord, forgive me. Because here's the reason why. is because God isn't number one in your lives. Let it be evident by what you say, what you think, and even your time with him. Don't give him the sloppy seconds. Come on, guys. He deserves it all. He's number 1. So I want some of my 2 and 1 leaders just to come behind him right now. And we want to pray for you guys. We genuinely love you guys. Yeah, amen. You're made new, Aaliyah. Do you know that? You're new. You're new. You're no longer the same. You're new. He makes your heart new. He makes your mind new. Jesus name come on you're new come on I can say it all day I can say it all day but when are you going to get it in your heart that you're new you're not a broken person trying to put the pieces back together you're new he puts the pieces back together you're new sometimes you need to let your ears hear it you gotta say it. You know? Sometimes I mean the enemy comes and lies because that's the easiest way. That's his native language. He comes and lies. I encourage you, Aaliyah, to, to speak it out. Let your ears hear it. When you don't believe it, man, I'm a new creation. Speak it out. I'm a new creation. I'm telling you, when you're by yourself and you're feeling those thoughts and you're getting hurt, come on, say it out. I'm a new creation in Jesus' name. Come on, let your ears hear it. Encourage yourself, girl. Father, I just pray for everyone up here in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. God, your grace, your love would come to them, God, that they would know that they're new, that it wouldn't be some giant mind trick, that the enemy would come and lie to them. In Jesus' mighty name, God, we pray for the transformation of their mind, O oh Lord. God, Lord, that they'd take every thought captive and bring it to the feet of Jesus. We pray that here tonight, God, there'd be no more tug of war in their minds and in their hearts. They belong to Jesus. They belong to Jesus. And God, we pray for the strength, for the endurance for them to live it out, God, for their lives to be a testimony, for God, their lives to be a witness, Father, for all to see that Jesus makes new people, that Jesus takes the old and turns it into new for every heart, for every person, here god we're thankful we're thankful we're thankful for what you're done you're completed you're finished work in jesus mighty name in jesus mighty name we pray amen amen guys look up you're new you're new you're new right now man i pray that man i'm still having arguments with my mom i'm still having fights i'm still no you're new holy spirit come Change my mind. I'm new. God. I'm not, I don't think the same way. God, I'm new. Speak it out, amen. We love you guys. We love you guys, amen. Come on, let's give it up for them. We love them. <laughs> Praise God. I'm going to ask you guys to go back to your seat for me. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, remember how we said that the night is not over. It's not over. What we're going to do right now is we're going to have a time of A fellowship. Just a quick time. Maybe about three to five minutes. Okay. And I'd like for everyone, that's everyone, okay. Um, and the Holy Spirit's gonna go with you guys. (laughs) Everyone to go into the foyer and wait over there for us. Okay. So if everyone can stand to their feet, okay, and just make your way on over to the foyer. No peeking inside of what we're doing in here. If you do, you can't participate. (laughs) We'll let you take the CTA. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. We love you guys. 1-2-1-2-1-2-1-2, two, one, two, one, two, one, two Test. All right, all right, guys. Here we go. It's the uh, it's the hippie retro piñata, and it's filled with a lot of goods, a lot of uh, old school goods. So what we want for you guys to do is to take turns swinging. Do we have blindfolds here? Do we have a blindfold? Is there anybody that can be blindfolded? Let's use a scarf. Yeah, let's use so whoever's pink scarf. Oh, thank you. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to need one lady volunteer. We need one lady volunteer. You want to go ahead and go first since it's, it's your scarf? All right, go ahead. Well, we got another scarf for somebody else who wants to get ready. Go ahead, Vinny, give them that scarf. We're just going to use it. We need one guy volunteer to be next. I see Alec and Jonathan I'm, and Isaiah. Okay, I'm thinking of a number between one. One in 30, what's my number? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You first, go, you. Give me a number. Give me a number. My number was 24, you get to go next. Alright, so somebody, you gotta put that around your face. Isaiah, make sure he's not cheating. No, not around your head, around your face. Here we go! We got the first person, guys, please stay clear. If she does hit you, we are not liable. We're not liable. All right, on the count of three. One, two, three, go. Take a swing. Oh, whoa. Oh, we missed. Oh, he's missed. Swing now. Swing now. Oh, no. Swing across. You almost got it. Swing. Come on. Come on. We'll give you ten more seconds. There you go. There you go. Touch it. No. Keep on going. Touch it oh, three, Two! One! Alright, 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 good job, good job. Let's get somebody else up in there. We need another lady volunteer to go next to go ahead and blind themselves. Blindfold them, come on. If we can have the next person to be go ahead to be going, which is a lady, do I have a lady volunteer? Perfect, right there. Go ahead and blindfold her. You gotta make sure Jonathan's really blindfold. Perfect. Y'all don't even know, man. (laughs) All right, can we have everybody over here go back? Because this guy is is pretty crazy. Jonathan, the pink looks beautiful, by the way. It's a good color. Spin him around, spin him around, spin him around, spin him around, spin him around. Guys, can we have you clear? Don't want you to get hit by one of your friends. All right. Guys, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. He's a swinger. Can you, someone back up the girl who's blindfolded? She has no idea what's gonna come her way too. Back her up, yeah. Move move her. All right, take a swing, Jonathan. See what you got. Come on, papa, come on. Oh, swing and a miss. Come on, better, better, better. Swing, 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 swing. Oh, you better hold on to that thing. Do not let go. Oh, Oh my gosh.
2: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. A little to the left, a little to the left. Oh, there it goes. Oh, oh, he's swinging. He's swinging.
5: Five, four. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, stop swinging. Stop swinging, Jonathan. Stop swinging, Jonathan. Stop swinging. <laughs> stop, stop swinging. Oh my gosh. We could have had. We could have had our brother Isaiah just knocked out on the ground. <laughs> All right. Um, Hold on a second.
4: Okay, that can't happen again, all right? So from now on, we're going to make sure they're standing in the direction of the pinata so they're not swinging at young children, okay? So the other thing is you get three swings. That's it. One, two, three. Done. Not 12, not 20. That's it. One, two, three. That's why it's safer, okay? You
3: know Here we go. <laughs> Where's that water ball at?
5: Sorry, that was my playlist guys, whoops. Alright, alright, so let's go over the rules again. You only have three swings, okay? And when we tell you to stop, you gotta stop. Okay, alright. And if you make contact and it's your third swing, you gotta stop, okay? Alright. So, who do we have next for the ladies? Okay, we got someone already.
2: Shake
5: I said shake I said shake I said shake Alright, alright, alright. Apparently we're having some technical difficulties with the first pinata. And no worries, we have a second pinata. Come on. There it is, there it is. All right, so hopefully this time no one's gonna hit the part where it's connected to the rope. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing with them It's fine. He doesn't know
2: anybody.
5: So, so, so really quickly, are we, are we gonna take? So we're just going to open it up. I want to touch the stands. it. Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. Next person up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Who's next? Who's going to take a whack at it? Can we get another guy to go next? Alec, He's next? Come on. Someone blindfold Alec. He raised his hand first. Here we go. On a count of three. One, two, three, go. One swing. Two swings. Three swings. Oh, that's it. Next. Here we go. Oh, she's smart. She's got Here we go. Who's next? Come on. Whoever's next has to get blindfolded. If you are going next, you should be blindfolded already. So, Alec, go ahead and get a blindfold on. You shouldn't... Get a blindfold on, there you go. (laughs) All right, ladies, I need another volunteer. Ladies, any of the ladies, any of the ladies. Isis, thank you for volunteering, come on up. You didn't raise your hand? Oh, okay, I thought I saw you raise your hand. (laughs) No ladies, okay, we'll get another guy to go. All right, Lawrence, raise his hand, let's go. Get a blindfold on Lawrence, go ahead. I'll get another one if he's he's, up next. Remember, you got three swings. Here we go. You, and don't let go of that stick, Brother Steve. Watch out. That's your life. That's your life. On the count of three. One, two, three, go. One swing. Two swings. Three swings. That's up. All right, next, next. Here we go. Next. All right, if you want to go at this point in time, go ahead and blind yourself. Blind yourself. Blindfold yourself. Blindfold yourself. Here we go, Lawrence is up next, everybody be careful, be careful, be back, stay back On a count of three, here we go One You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, guide him, direct him a little bit Lawrence, don't swing it, don't swing Alright, we'll put the stick on the pinata so that you know where it's at
3: Okay, here
5: we go, on three. One, two, three. go
2: One swing Oh.
5: Alright all right, all right. Here we go. We got, we got to come up. With it's right
3: there. All
5: right, here we go. We're still gonna. Oh my gosh! Please be careful, babe. All right, here we go. These are good candies, guys. Oh, snap. Come on and grab them, come on. Uh Uh-oh, here we go, some more. Give me this, give me this. They got the warheads. There's warheads, there's bazooka gums. All right, guys, make sure that every candy gets taken off from this floor. Oh, give me that gum, JoJo. Give me that gum, bro. All right, thank you for coming tonight. Thank you for coming. Come on, let's give the leadership, those who participated, putting this together a hand of applause. Thank you guys so much. There's all this candy on the floor. Please take it. Ly- rides will be leaving in about 10, 10 12 minutes. I can have my 201 wonders just begin to break things down just a bit. if you can hear my voice we want to have a group picture before everybody leaves a group picture so we if we can have everybody in the sanctuary towards the front come on come on come on group picture everybody towards the front you guys got to leave you got to go no group picture for you it's like you were never here Here we go, group picture really quickly. For everybody in their lovely costumes, outfits. Come on up, group picture. You guys can go straight to the front for the group picture. Straight to the front. If I can have some of my tool one leaders, help Christina, we're gonna get everybody lined up according to height.